0: Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, the podcast that empowers you to feel younger, look younger, and to more fully enjoy all the relationships in your life. You know, vitality is all about better relationships. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. The definition of vitality is more physical and intellectual vigor. I love that word vigor and it's zest for life. So in today's podcast, we're going to uh, explore the second half of our dive into osteoporosis and, you know, osteoporosis impacts relationships. And now this is information that you're going to want. In my clinical practice, I'm seeing too many people suffering from bone disease. Uh, last week, we talked about the fact that osteoporosis literally means porous bones. And the precursor to full-blown osteoporosis is osteopenia, which means thin bones. Um, I talked also about the factors that influence um, osteoporosis, the things you can change and can't change. And as I mentioned, we're not going to worry about what we can't change. We're just going to look in the direction of what we can. And we talked about what an accurate DEXA scan looks like. Uh, A DEXA scan is the measure of bone density. If you listened last week, you learned that there are some words I just can't pronounce. Um, Now, things that we can't control are things like age, gender, uh, a past sedentary lifestyle, maybe childhood malnutrition. You know, lots of those things in the past may impact your uh, chances of having osteoporosis, but we're going to refuse to let stress and fear sabotage our vitality. We're only going to spend our precious time on what we have control over and on what we can actually change. Those are the only areas worthy of our attention. I also mentioned medications in last week's podcast, and I'm going to go over those again today. But first, I want to talk about uh, some very exciting proactive strategies that you can start today, no matter what age you are, no matter if you're male or female. Uh, these are things that really matter. Now, our bodies, uh, these miraculously designed relationship vehicles are incredibly resilient and um You've likely heard the quote, you know, we can't direct the wind, but we can just adjust ourselves. And that's totally accurate when it comes to thinning bones. So I want you to know that wherever you are on that spectrum, there is lots and lots of hope. Um, You know, lifestyle factors are really the key players here and are much more important uh, than... Than we actually give them credit for. Uh, you can really start just one thing uh, because every area is interrelated and all the things I'm going to tell you today are going to help you in other areas of your life. They're going to help you with your memory, with your sleep, uh, with your, your energy, with your susceptibility to chronic inflammatory diseases. You know, strong bones are multidimensional and we, you can't just take a pill or do one exercise or eat one food uh, to keep your bones strong, just like, you know, our bodies are so interconnected. So it's key to remember that uh, our bones are dynamic. They're constantly breaking down, constantly rebuilding, and therein lies the hope. Uh, Therefore, you know, there's also no permanent fix. Um, and you know, that's why it has to be an ongoing process. Our bones are changing, growing, and you have to keep working at it. Uh, my medical school masters taught me that the best approach is always a personalized approach that's based on body, soul, and spirit. We're going to talk about three areas today. We're going to talk about um, how to nurture and feed your good bacteria to decrease decrease chronic inflammation. We're going to talk about how to find something active that helps you defy gravity. And we're going to uh, talk about how important it is to protect your attention. So I'm going to explain that later. Number one, what in the world do bacteria in your body have to do with Uh, stronger bones or even thinning bones. Now in real estate, we say the three most important things are location, location, location. But in terms of the health of our bone structure and in really vitality in general, it is digestion, digestion, digestion. Uh, The gut microbiome is the new frontier because you know we these bacteria do so much for us and they outnumber us at least 10 to 1 in the old days bacteria were discounted because uh they would die they were hard to culture but now we have dna so there's very there's just so much to learn and every day we're learning more and it is super super exciting now we've known for some time that um that we have you know that over 90% of our body it really doesn't belong to us it's our microbiome and therefore we want to make those little burgers happy because they do so much for us you know most of them are in our gut but they're also uh, in in our on our skin in our sinuses you know um, in our genitals everywhere, there are bacteria, uh, and, and as you know, I always say health starts in the gut. But the gut really starts in the mouth. Lots of the bacteria that impact your health are in the mouth and translocate to the gut. You know, they they represent. Thousands and thousands and thousands of species. I see all these numbers all the time, and, and it's just getting to be uh, bigger every day because we're discovering more and more. They create vitamins, proteins, hormones, neurotransmitters, and uh, and lots more that help us think, sleep, move. You know, love, absorb nutrients, eliminate toxins. the 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 beneficial bacteria uh, do so much for us, but they have nutrient needs and. When we give them what they really need and want, they're going to do a lot for us. Now, when these good bacteria, these beneficial bacteria, are not getting their needs met, then that allows the bad bacteria to overgrow. So remember, our good bacteria that help strengthen our bones and do so much for us enjoy real food. And they really, really, really need naturally occurring prebiotic foods. Now, prebiotic foods are um, such deliciousness as asparagus or apples or mushrooms, you know, red kidney beans, bananas, really specifically green bananas, I would say, um, cocoa, flax seeds, I think of jicama root, cabbage, artichokes, uh, chickpeas, which would be hummus, uh, Jerusalem artichokes, garlic. Can't forget garlic, and uh, of course, dandelion greens are also high in fiber, and specifically contain inulin. That's the a prebiotic fiber. Fiber. If you're part of the yogurt culture, then you know that we um, we put that in our yogurt. I uh, just noticed today that we probably have quite a dandelion farm going in our yard because we don't use any um, herbicides or pesticides. But that's all good. We know those are prebiotics. Now, one surprising source of prebiotic fiber is chicory root. And uh, you might be saying to yourself, you know, well, what in the heck is that and how do I use it? Well, well we have started Uh, Mike and I have started putting it in our coffee and it's absolutely delicious. And that first cup of coffee, we put a little uh, ghee in there and uh, there it's just, it's just wonderful. And that starts the day off giving your good gut bacteria, a little dose of prebiotics. That's food for bacteria. Now, you'll find uh, a, a lot of more information about prebiotics on my website, DrDebbieOsment.com. I have a free download there that will give you a good list of prebiotics, and it will also tell you why they matter, because it really is a key to vitality, and I think when you recognize what foods are are prebiotics then when you're at home you're going to eat more when you're at a restaurant when you're at a party you know you might grab that extra piece of asparagus and you're going to make your bacteria really happy because they're absolutely essential to vitality you know with um if you don't give your good bacteria prebiotics you're literally starving them and um Boosting the overgrowth of these dysbiotic or these bad bacteria, which will result in chronic inflammation. We talk a lot about chronic inflammation. You know, chronic inflammation can cause you to hurt. It can cause you to have brain fog. Um, These bad bacteria can can lead to leaky gut, and this you know this increases chronic inflammation. You know, osteoporosis um, is often just that your bones aren't getting enough nutrients. So you want to keep your gut really, really healthy to help promote bone health. Now, As I mentioned last week, there are many medications that contribute to thinning bones. And bottom line here, you might have to be taking medications. uh, That is your business. You're the boss of you, but you've got to know the side effects. You've got to read the fine print. Now, laxatives are one of those things that um, help you have a bowel movement, but they really do nothing to increase your absorption of nutrients and have been found to contribute to thinning bones. Uh, Anticonvulsant medications are necessary in so many cases, but you have to know that a side effect can be weaker bones. So you have to take action against that. Uh, Methotrexate, which you know so many people are taking, Methotrexate uh, has an uncommon side effect, unless it's you, uh, and that is that it can inhibit osteoblast. Now, those osteoblasts we talked last week are the cells that rebuild bone. Now, antidepressant drugs are too much on the rise and have been shown to be among the risk factors for osteoporosis. Uh, another class is loop diuretics. These are th- these are um, medicines like Lasix, uh, and they in. Increase the excretion of calcium from the body, which has been shown via DEXA scans to negatively impact bone density. I mean, all of this matters. You can, you've, I know you've recognized these medicines. Hopefully you're not having to take any, but you know somebody who are on these. A big one is proton pump inhibitors. Now these are hugely implicated in thinning bones, as well as all kinds of gut problems. Um, If you're on uh, proton pump inhibitors, just, you know, take a gander at the research. Um, you, and I will actually have some new research on my website that you can read about proton pump inhibitors. Uh, this is a, a big, big challenge. They're now over the counter. So people think they're safe because they're over the counter. Now, if you're taking these medications, you, you really have to taper off slowly or you'll have rebound, uh, complications. So don't wait until you have a diagnosis of osteoporosis or osteopenia. Everything I'm talking about today will help you have stronger bones at any age, at any stage in life. But it's also, these things are also going to make you just feel better. They're going to make you have more vitality. So when you think of strong bones, you probably naturally think of supplements, especially calcium. Now it's important to remember, um, that you know the the gut wall you know has to be has to be as healthy as possible in order to even absorb nutrients including supplements so uh, so please don't think that you can take a pill that will substitute for a poor lifestyle or a poor diet you have to do first things first and of course calcium is important for strong bones but if you can get that through your diet that is optimal. You know, bone is a dynamic system with a rich blood supply and specialized cells that um, are in charge of replacing old worn out bone tissue. And these this old tissues replaced with vibrant New bone, and these bone cells need a constant source of not just calcium but a lot of nutrients, including protein, magnesium, phosphorus, you know, boron, vitamins A, D, and K, and many others. So, in order uh, to get these vital nutrients absorbed into your bone, your digestive tract needs to be able to break them down and absorb them and just be as healthy. As possible. I always advocate for food first. Now, if you want a quality uh, supplement, people are always asking me about this. I, I do recommend a product that has been well studied from Zymogen, um, a company here in the United States and Florida. And this product is called Ossiplex. There are, you can find the link for Ossiplex uh, on my website at drdebbieosmet.com. Uh, there is there's great research behind Ossiplex and I've known people who have had, you know, good a good experience with it. So I would, if you are interested in Ossiplex, I would appreciate that you uh, order it from my website to support the podcast. Just go to drdebbyosment.com, go to the shop tab and then click on whole scripts. Uh, it, it's terrific. They'll ship it directly to your door and, uh, and I thank you if you do this now. Uh, this uh, Ossiplex contains a patented product that's very readily absorbed. And that's the problem I've seen with a lot of other products. They're they're difficult to absorb. But food first. You can't out-supplement a poor diet. Super important to remember. So besides eating probiotic foods, how do you feed? uh, What other ways do you feed your good bacteria? Now, I think this one's really going to surprise you. I want you to think about uh, how you eat. Uh, really before you think about what you eat. Now, this might sound like a joke, but I'm very, very serious. Chewing is the first stage of digestion. And you've got to chew your food uh, well in order to get that first stage of digestion done and to help it absorb more readily. So you want to chew your food to liquefaction. Now, one of my favorite dead guys says it so well, his name is Horace Fletcher. And he has many uh, Fletcherisms as he calls them. But my favorite Fletcherism is, um, nature will castigate those who don't masticate. So please don't misquote me on that. Um, Now, he's advocated chewing uh, so much that it was totally ridiculous. And they made fun of him, obviously. Uh, But he he advocated chewing like a 100 times. Now, But his idea was pure because he wanted people to start the first stage of digestion. Now, you don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that chewing every bite a hundred times would be a little more stressful than beneficial. So I'm going to tell you to osmotize your food. And that just means, you know, think of of me and chew until your food is liquid. It's probably about 20 chews. And it depends on what you're eating. Obviously, uh, if you're eating a soft uh, sweet potato, that's very different than if you're eating a raw carrot. So use your own good judgment. This does so many good things for uh, enhancing your digestion. You know, too many people eat really fast. And then they maybe overeat because it, their brain doesn't have time to know they're full and then they have these reflux problems and so then they take a proton pump inhibitor and then they suffer from the side effects of the proton pump inhibitor, one of which is osteoporosis. So, you know, you it really is a big deal. It's free. It just takes some intention and it matters so much. Um, You know, long-term use of proton pump inhibitors will increase your chances of thinning bones along with all kinds of other problems, including memory problems that you don't want. Now, uh, People will say, long, "What is long-term use of proton pump inhibitors?" Well, according to a 2021 study in the British Medical Journal that I just looked up, long-term use is considered four to eight weeks of proton pump inhibitors. So you really have to, you know, reconsider the safety of these so readily accessible over-the-counter medications. Now at this point, I want to remind everyone about the importance of treating early gum disease. I'm not going to harp on this because, you know, I've got other podcasts on it. You know how much it matters. It is huge when it comes to anti-aging and of course, you know, keeping strong bones is a big part of anti-aging. So early early detection, early treatment. And uh, you will save yourself lots of agony and lots and lots of money. So another simple proactive strategy to decrease your risk of thinning bones is to stay hydrated. Oh, yes, it's simple. Um, this It's just so easy uh, to be unintentionally, chronically dehydrated. So if you're not driving, I want you to do this simple dehydration hand test. If you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel. Now, uh, just pinch your skin on the back of your hand, and and then pull it upwards. Your skin should snap back rapidly. If 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 it stays pinched up in shape, then you might be dehydrated. Well, you probably are dehydrated, uh, or you might be 100 years old, but you're probably dehydrated. Now, there's this seldom mentioned link between dehydration and stress, but there's lots and lots of research to back it up. Uh, in fact, a loss of less than 5% of your body's fluids Uh, is considered to be mild dehydration. Researchers have found that even this mild dehydration causes an elevated uh, level of cortisol. You know, cortisol is a a stress hormone and high cortisol increases your risk of osteoporosis because it disrupts directly bone formation. So stay hydrated. Um, You know, and incidentally, I mean, even with cortisol, with a cortisol raising, that's also going to uh, contribute to, you know, weight gain and ailments like fatigue, constipation, brain fog, headaches, all these things that are so, so interconnected. Now, I want to talk a minute about the benefits of weight bearing activities. You've got to defy gravity to have strong bones. We have to force our bodies to work against gravity. Now, this, this mild physical stress, um, you know, I've resisting gravity will actually strengthen your bones. You know, think of things you enjoy. Make it fun. Think of like, um, you know, planning a walk and talk with a friend or planting a garden. You know, find a pretty place to hike. You know, go dancing. You don't have to be good. I certainly dance and I'm not good. Uh, You know, do some squats. Take the stairs. Um, You know, with bone health, it it really is use it or lose it. So I want you to just think about something you really love love to do. So in closing, um, one more thing, I want to empower you to take care of yourself in the area of where you're putting your attention. And I believe that too many people are, are giving attention to fear these days. We have to protect our supply of attention and we have to stay away from things that induce fear. Fear triggers cortisol as well as many other stress hormones uh, and all of that triggers chronic inflammation and all of that contributes to thinning bones and all the things that will steal your vitality uh, and impact your relationships. You know, we are not designed to live in fear. God did not plan for us uh, to live in fear. And there's just too much in our world that now is triggering this constant state of fear. So one simple thing you can do today, I would encourage you to memorize a very short scripture at 2 Timothy one seven, and that says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Now, this is a biblical truth that helps me a lot. I can go down that rabbit hole of fear just as easily as anybody else, and I pray that this Scripture will help you too. So just remember, Second Timothy, uh, one seven. It's a it's a great great thing to to wire and fire. You know, the more you um, I should say, fire and wire. The more you fire something, the more wired it gets in your brain. And fear has gotten too wired in for too many of us. Fear has gotten to be the normal thing in our world, and we're we don't want to allow that. Of uh, Because fear harms health, it harms relationships, and we don't want to be normal. Here at Vitality Made Simple, if you're a listener, you know that normal is the usual and the regular pattern. And you know very well that that is typically very fearful because it's what is um, typical in a society at a particular time. And, you know, consider normal in our world. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. We don't want to live in fear. We can replace fear with truth. But if you want to live in vitality, you've got to have discernment. For sure, uh, you know we, we don't want to be in that normal zone. We want to be in the optimal zone. So, thank you for joining me today for episode uh, one hundred and one of Vitality Made Simple. Uh, together, we're gonna we're gonna feel better, look better, and more be more fully prepared and energetic to enjoy the relationships in our lives at the time of this recording uh we are in 84 countries and 1750 cities and that's because you're sharing and please remember to hit the subscribe button if you can you know leave me a review uh, i appreciate it share this podcast with anybody it might help thanks for listening and blessings until next time